Hey guys, Texas Slim here on Texas Slim's uh, Vision. We're going to send out a new signal today. We are live. Today is May 3rd, uh, 2022. We are a little over a week removed from the Kerrville Beef Initiative Conference, first annual one that we ever had. I wanted to give a little bit of feedback to everybody as far as how it went. Uh, the road, uh, many roadblocks that we had to get there. Uh, There's a lot of people kind of telling me that, you know, you shouldn't do this conference. You're not organized enough. Uh, you, you can't pull this off. Uh, so going into the expectations for me were pretty much, you know, I, I wanted to tell everybody to pretty much piss off. We're going to do this because this is a grassroots movement. I keep on saying we're, you know, grass fed, grassroots. So to everybody at the conference that did attend, I want to send a big gra- uh, show of grace and gratitude and a many thanks because you basically were part of something. I think that, you know, it'll be part of, you know, changing a little history here within our food supply systems, within the way that we look at human health. Um the uh, the the American Health Initiative that the Beef Initiative is trying not trying to we're actually organizing and work working with many people in the medical field. Uh, of course, the American Rancher is going to leave the uh, lead this vertical integration into human health. And what I like to tell everybody, and what I told everybody at the conference, is that you know we're we're basically doing a vertical integration in a decentralized way into um, basically human health and how do we start that well we start with the soil if we have healthy soil we're going to have healthy people and so we look at the soil then you look at the grass you look at the cow itself or the animal itself you look at the producer and then we actually have market access to processing centers in the state of texas with those processing centers, we can become our own suppliers and therefore we have market access into human health and the American rancher and uh, people in the medical community are helping us lead this. Uh, this is a whole year that we're going to be having conferences across the United States. We had the very successful one in Kerrville. We had over 100 people there. I was hoping for 75. We were actually able to pull it off. Uh, it was uh, volunteers. It was me kind of brainstorming it and working with a very uh, small group of people that were very dedicated. They're 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 part of this initiative that we've got going on here. And once again, it's grassroots. We had some great speakers. Uh, we are releasing. Uh, you can look on this YouTube channel. We're releasing uh, parts of the conference. The speech, the speaker presentations will be uh, dripping them out each week. Uh, we've already released Dr. Mary Care, Mary Care MD. Uh, she's had uh, several podcasts with me and she was really an eye opener for a lot of people. The, the kind of intelligence that she was able to provide, you just don't get to hear that much it in once again guess where it starts it starts with healthy soil it starts with uh, pure animal protein and we're giving market access to pure animal protein again and it's going to open up a lot of eyes it's going to basically be a form of clarity after the conference I spoke with Mary and I said, let's do this bone broth challenge that you were talking about. And what it is, it's the uh, Beef Initiative, Texas Slim and Beef Initiative Bone Broth Challenge in partnership with KNC Cattle and Mary Carey MD. What a fast does for people, I think, is kind of 
it's not really known. I've been fasting my whole life, probably since I was in my 20s. I used to travel a lot. I'd gone to Asia. I'd learned how to fast in Asia through, you know, uh, several people that were there in Asia that I knew and that I'd met. A lot of people do it for spiritual reasons. A lot of people do it for health reasons. A lot of people do it out of curiosity. One thing about a fast and a, a bone broth fast, especially a beef bone broth fast that is regenerative, you know, it comes from the soil. We're getting back to the minerals. And so my intentions for pulling off a bone broth fast is listening to Mary and what she basically says, a lot of her patients that come to her, they have something, she calls it a brain fog. She calls it a food ditch. You know, in, in a lot of people in our society right now, they're in a food ditch that is somewhat of a brain fog. Uh, the clarity to a lot of people is not there and they're not for sure how to, you know, create that on-ramp to that new form of clarity. So the bone broth challenge is something that we decided to do. So you can go to uh, beefinitiative.com right now and you can sign up for the bone broth challenge. You'll get an email and you will be sending out recipes and we're going to do this as a community. I believe we already have over 250 people that have signed up for the Bone Broth Challenge. And so everybody in the Bitcoin community, uh, a lot of you are watching this in the Bitcoin community. Spread this out. Uh, I've been having a lot of conversations this week. A lot of people are afraid of a fast. Don't be afraid of a fast. What you get to do is you get to take a step back. You get to pause. You get to say, hey, I'm going to kind of see why I desire what I desire within food. Your body's going to get into a different rhythm. It's going to get into a different flow. Your gut health is going to improve. There's going to be a lot of things that you are not really familiar with if you've never done a fast. I want to tell you that it's one of the easiest and the most effective tricks and tools that you can use to get that brain clarity that you need to kind of harness. We're going into, we're in spring right now. We're going into summer. We're going into a new year. We're going into a new year that is basically going to present us with a lot of questions when it comes to our food supply. The market access to that food supply is, uh, it is centralized. It is very controlled. We have very little say so over the market access to our pure animal protein and to basically overly nutritious foods that we deserve and that our children deserve. This is becoming something that is widely known. Um, the signal is strong. I believe Mike Rowe was on um, Fox News last night, I was told, and he's talking about the American rancher, who the American rancher is. And a lot of people can't make that correlation into basically human health as far as the American rancher. Well, I'm here to tell you from the very beginning of this nation, especially in the state of Texas, our health and our strength came from the American rancher in the cow itself, animal protein. There's a war on meat going on right now that is picking up steam, and this is what people need to hear. Throughout the last 10 years, there's been hundreds of billions of dollars to basically create a new fake commodity market. That fake commodity market is going to be fake meat. They've uh, spent, as I said, hundreds of billions of dollars have been spent on this fake meat commodity market. It's an industrial shift within our food supply. They're not backing down. 
they're they've signed the contracts they've made global agreements they're these these uh this industrial shift within our food supply is basically being orchestrated on a global level here in the united states there's going to be a lot of inputs there's going to be a lot of different things that change for the american rancher and for the farmer themselves I don't think a lot of people understand how big this is going to be as far as the shift. We've had manipulation in the market for beef prices for years now. A lot of people starting to understand kind of the vastness of the manipulation that is being done by the four major processor centers that basically process 85% of the meat in the United States. That is JBS, Cargill, national and tyson well every one of those companies i just named off and it's a business model we live in capitalistic society it's fine it's free market capital well those processing centers basically have invested hundreds of millions of dollars into fake meat processing in which they get to take the animal out of the processing centers and they get to create a new fake meat commodity that the american consumer will consume and I get a lot of people saying, oh, well, I'll never eat those fake meat burgers. Yes, you will. And they'll do it in certain ways. And maybe it's not the burger that you eat. Maybe it's those burritos that you're feeding your children that used to have meat. And now it has a fake meat commodity that is either done from soy protein, which is basically poison in my eyes, uh, from pea po protein as well, from canola oils, rapeseed, which was outlawed by the FDA in 1956. There's a lot of different types of um, fake commodities that they're injecting into our food supply that they will be able to make millions and billions of dollars off of because we think it tastes good. We are medical, metabolically bankrupt as a nation. The last two years basically proved that. One thing that people did not do over the last two years is take a step back as a nation and saying, why are we so unhealthy? Well, it's because we're basically in a type of a system that I call the medical pharmaceutical agricultural complex impact. Within each one of those industries, basically, they all correlate together. It, any food that is consumed, majority of the food consumed in the United States right now, at least 85% of it, if it's going through a processing center, the only reason you're able to have market access to that food in which they call food is because of a technology use agreement that a chemical company created decades ago. And by knowing that, your consumption model is based on a chemical company approving what type of food you're going to ingest and the level of nutrition that will be in that food. By saying all of this, it's kind of daunting, but it's something that the Beef Initiative is bringing to the American people. It's bringing it to a decentralized thought process of like-minded people that want to have pure uh, animal protein and they want to have a market access to it. They want to have two touch points with their, their food, the touch point being them and the other touch point being the American rancher or animal producer or vegetable producer. It's all, it's all the same. What we want, we want whole foods again. We want to be able to have access to those whole foods and we want to start it within our communities and we want to bring hyper localization into basically that market access. Beef Initiative is working with ranchers across the United States right now. And what I really want everybody to understand, this is a crowdsourcing input output effort. Like I said, this is grass fed grassroots. So if we're going to do this as a community of like minded people, I want to 
ask everybody out there that is part of the beef initiative that came to the conference that is watching this right now, or has listened to my podcast or read my newsletter, uh, anything that you have done and participated with the beef initiative, you can go to the beef site right now and go to the producer section. What I want you to do is if you're using an animal protein producer, somebody that is basically doing this in a regenerative form in a way that it's moving forward with awareness into basically market access to pure animal protein, you can add your producer within the Beef Initiative website platform, beefinitiative.com, and it's, I believe it's forward slash producers. And if you do that, you can say add producer. And if you are comfortable, you trust your animal producer, put them in there, let them have a voice, let them be able to tell their story. Let them, somebody maybe in Rhode Island that they don't have access to a rancher. If you're close to Rhode Island, go up there and put that producer in there so somebody can start searching this database and we can circumvent around the centralized apparatus control system that does not allow us to have market access to pure animal protein. This is everybody's responsibility. It's just not Texas Slim up here making this database. It's everybody. I could have put a, put a database up there as far as being searchable. It could be a national database, but as a lot of people know within data, within searchable indexes, it's, it's, a, it's an index that exists right now that is full of basically misnomers. It's not something that it started from the grassroots. All it is is a searchable index that is based on raw data that's really not filtered in the correct way. So I decided to go ahead and let everybody, especially in the Bitcoin community and the regenerative um, industry that we have going on in the United States, let them have a voice, let them put themselves into this index. So beefinitiative.com forward slash producers. Let's get that done. Let's start building this so we can give the American rancher basically a voice that they do not have at this point in time. We are getting a big wave of uh, understanding of awareness going across the country. So we're going to ride that wave. The next thing on the list is going to be the Colorado Beef Initiative Conference. It's going to be held in Crawford, Colorado in the North Fork Valley of Colorado. It's outside of uh, places called Peonia, Hotchkiss, and of course you have Crawford, you have Montrose. That valley is very fascinating. Uh, we have you, a lot of you've met Jason, Jason Rick of Rick Ranches. He's going to be hosting this conference in Colorado. Our intentions of this conference, because they're all going to be different. We're going to allow the American people to see a first generational regenerative rancher have success how he's been doing it it's going to be hands-on we're going to have activities we're going to have uh speakers we're going to have um demonstrations it's going to be boots on the ground of course we're going to have a lot of great beef we're going to have a lot of great fowl we're going to have a lot of great hog we're going to try to get some lamb uh it's going to be a kind of a two-day conference. It's going to be July 22nd, 23rd, and 24th, Crawford, Colorado. Those tickets will be going on sale this Friday coming up, uh, May 6th. And uh, that will be something that we release through the Beef Initiative platform. It'll be on that landing page. Let's go back to where we are, state of affairs, United States of America and the world. 
we have a fertilizer shortage. They are not going to ship fertilizer to our farmers and ranchers this year. The railroad industry has already made this completely obvious that there is going to be a fertilizer shortage. Who does this impact? Well, it impacts everybody that relies on fertilizer as far as a farmer and rancher. It relies on people that are under this umbrella of the chemical companies, of course. By saying that, we're, we're in a drought across the United States in many places. Um, last week, well, we had North Dakota, got tons of rain in the state of Texas, especially where I'm located up here in the panhandle of Texas. We are in a major drought. Yesterday, the skies were brown. It's either dust or it's smoke from fires. It looks like the Dust Bowl days. It's here. Uh, I've been through these droughts before. They're not fun. It looks like a bad black and white movie, like the last picture show or something like that. But we are in a drought. There's going to be food supply shortages this year. I'm not the expert here, but I am pretty damn good about being able to provide some intelligence and let you know that I see a timeline in the United States where it comes September and October, people are going to understand that they need to have market access to food and especially pure animal protein. There's a lot of things that are being orchestrated right now across the United States. One thing that has been uh, shown lately, especially in the Bitcoin community, is that there has been eight processing plants that have either been destroyed or somewhat destructed by fires. And I think that this is something that is just recent. Over the last two years, I don't have the definitive report, of course. These are from ranchers themselves, people that actually use these processing centers across the United States. There's been 26 processing centers in the last two years that have some form of destruction performed on them or happenstance or whatever you want to say. I don't, I'm not going to go in that. I just know that 26 processing plants across the United States have been damaged by fire or something that has hindered them being able to provide their services of providing market access to pure animal protein. By saying that, when we say industry shift, that's what I think is going on within the processing centers themselves. They're reinventing the processing centers in ways that a lot of people don't know. They're trying to digitize our uh, animal protein in ways that people do not know. They're trying to basically say that mm, the cow is a carbon hazard. The American rancher has gone through decades and decades of fighting to be able to survive and to steward the animals in which gave us strength from the very beginning. Like I say, even back in, you know, the beginning of Texas, 1878, Texas, Texas was feeding a nation. That's where you got the cattle drives. This is what we were doing. After the civil war, we found out that we had to feed a nation again. Where did it come? Pure animal protein from the state of Texas. And so what we're going to do with the beef initiative, we're going to start in the state of Texas again. We are going to become a decentralized beef industry from the state of Texas. Does that mean we're only going to be in the state of Texas? No. What that means is that we're starting in the state of Texas. I'm in the panhandle. I have con, uh, con, uh, contacts all across the state of Texas. I'm visiting ranchers left and right. What we're going to do is we're going to give a model. We're going to teach everybody that there's a new form of market access to decentralized animal protein, and it's done by the American rancher. That's why everybody needs to look at the beef initiative at this point in time as a gateway. That what we're going to do is funnel information in, funnel information out. 
I'm going to produce this in a way in the year 2022, at the end of the year 2022, we will collectively be kicking off the Great American Health Initiative that is being led by the American rancher. Everybody can be in here. Let's join. Let's get this thing moving. Let's get some awareness going. We're going to turn up the volume here. We're not going to be able to point fingers and blame anybody because we are proof of work right now through the beef initiative platform. We are selling beef boxes. We started off with KNC cattle, Cole Bolton and myself. I've been working together for probably six months now, and we have developed this platform to be able to give you access to beef boxes and pure animal protein. Our inventory is strong. We're ready to be able to ship beef boxes across the nation, except for Alaska and Hawaii. We apologize and we apologize. We can't ship to Canada, but it's just part, part of the shipping czars that we have to control with. In the state of Texas, we look to hopefully get demographics settled out, logistics settled out to where we are kind of our own machine when it comes to shipping in the state of Texas. This is an ongoing uh, effort. This will be nonstop moving forward. The more ranchers that we bring into the beef initiative, the more discussions that I have as far as being able to, hey, rancher, if you do not have a website, if you do not have e-commerce capabilities, the beef initiative basically will be your service provider on that. We're going to be announcing that probably within the month to where a lot of times the American rancher does not have access to a technology stack that allows them to, to, to facilitate their message or to give market access to their animal protein in which they make a living off of. We're going to connect those dots. That will be more information that I re release out probably within the next two weeks. One thing I want to definitely talk about today is the education. We're going to educate a nation this year on two things, pure animal protein and Bitcoin. The American rancher needs to have better education when it comes to Bitcoin. Us as Bitcoiners need to provide better education to the American rancher and to those who keep us alive and keep us powerful. So what we're going to do, uh, we're going to do a webinar series that is directly focused to the American rancher, and it's going to be Bitcoin education. And we're going to start with the why. This webinar series has been being, uh, it's been put together probably the last six months. It's going to be very organized. It's going to be very structured in a way that it speaks to anybody that wants to get into Bitcoin. But we are as far as the beef initiative, we're going to allow the American rancher to lead the curriculum with their questions and ask the right questions that basically suit their business models and what they see. By the Bitcoin community and the American rancher joining up together, we're going to be able to innovate in a way that I don't think a lot of people understand that is required moving forward. We need to bring in decentralized food supplies into any conversation that we had that we have when we were talking about Bitcoin, when we're talking about sound money and sound health and sound communications for a sound future. What we need to do is lead symbiotically is the understanding of why Bitcoin and why pure animal protein from a decentralized, regenerative, grass fed, 
grassroots sound money perspective. If we do this as a, as a group, as a community, Bitcoiners like to really say that this is community. Well, I'm challenging everybody that is a Bitcoiner. We have proof of work. We've sold tens of thousands of uh, dollars worth of beef through the beef initiative. We've done that either in fiat or in Bitcoin. The uh, Bitcoin transactions are picking up. We're going to continue the innovation of transactional options of being able to buy your animal protein with Bitcoin. We understand, especially I do, whenever I was younger in the technology fields, I was part of several startups. I understand what it takes to innovate. I understand adoption periods and I understand the transformation that takes place. There's a lot of questions coming from every direction right now. There's a lot of intimidation. What we're gonna do is we're gonna harness all these questions. We're gonna harness all this fear and we're gonna turn it into a form of empowerment that innovates. And we're gonna innovate with being able to transact peer to peer with Bitcoin for pure animal protein. And once we've done that, we've created a whole new market access. We've created a whole new beef industry start, started right here in Texas. And everybody across the United States is welcome. And we want every state to be part of the beef initiative. We've got people right now, of course, in Colorado, Jason, we've got guys out in uh, Ryan in uh, Missouri. We've got people out in Florida reaching out. We got uh, Charles Mayfield out in Tennessee. We've got people in Oklahoma. We got, uh, we're starting to really, really hit all these states and people want to be part of it. We've got Arizona coming in. We've got California coming in. So we're all going to do this. Uh, Jason Rick of Rick Ranches went and delivered to about 10 Bitcoiners the other day on the Western slope there, uh, Boulder, Colorado, Denver, Colorado, Colorado Springs. And he was fascinated by the level of Bitcoiners that now know of him, that they will basically be able to have their food supply and food security taken care of because they know and they went out and they shook a rancher's hand. That is step one. I want everybody out there in the United States right now, find your local rancher, go shake their hand. Ask them, would you please educate me on what you do? And once you have that conversation with that rancher, you do not go up to the American rancher or the farmer and you don't go up to them and you, you do not ask them, do you accept Bitcoin? What you do is you show some respect, you create a conversation, you create some dialogue. You find out what type of uh, life that they're living, where they came from, what is their heritage, what is their tradition. And when you, when you have that conversation with the American rancher, you're going to find out all these decades, this, this 150 years, you'll say right now, well, they've always been decentralized. They've always performed decentralized communications. And especially now with the movement that's moving forward within the regenerative movement of being able to steward these animals and steward our land again, you're going to find out that American Rancher brings a decentralized form of intelligence that every Bitcoiner can learn from. So what they're going to help us do is they're going to innovate our mindset on what decentralization is and how it has been used to get to where we are to feed us. Once we've had that conversation with that American rancher, what we're going to also do is we're, then we'll bring in sound money. We're going to ask that rancher, where's the store of the value of your cow? Where's the store of the value of your land? Do what, what do you have as leverage these days? Where, where do you see your legacy going? 
what is the, uh, the, the touch points that basically hinder you? What type of manipulation or corruption are you up against? Whenever you understand the full spectrum of what the American rancher is up for, as far as the attack on the cow itself, the attack on the land itself from the fiat dollar and from the billionaires that are basically going in and buying all of our land, you're going to be able to turn that light on an American rancher's head that says, oh my gosh, I have a new form of leverage that's going to give me a store of value that I did not even know. That's how you go in. That's how you orange pill an American rancher. Speak their speak first, learn about them, let them educate you first, and then you come to the table value for value exchange to where you can actually let them know that you're there to help them. You don't want anything in return except a value for value exchange of information and respect. And if you take that approach to the American rancher, they're going to listen to you. We're getting close to 30 minutes here. What I want to close on this, I want to leave this thought and this is happening. It's going to happen. You know, short-term food supply shortages, you know, those people like me and people in the beef initiative, I have plenty of protein for the next year. I'm not, I'm not concerned about it. I'm moving forward. We're moving forward innovation. You do the same, get your beef, get your rancher, reach out to me, whatever you have to do. Let's get this done. One thing that a lot of people don't say, see right now that's going on the, the pattern, the algorithm in the United States of America, 50% of our farmland in the next 10 years, we'll exchange ownership. 50% of our farmland in the United States in the next 10 years will exchange ownership. I want you to ask who is going to be the new owners and the new stewards of that land. If you see the patterns, it's housing developments. It is a form of capture by the United States government and the global corporations to turn that land into where we will not have access to it as American citizens anymore. This is a wake up call. This is truth. Uh, we'll be talking more and more about this, but they are basically leveraging our land against us and we will not have access in the way that we have it now. They will do this by price manipulations, food industry shifts as going on right now in the industrial food complex, uh, pricing people out of land uh, as far as making it so expensive that only the billionaires can afford it. What do we do? We go out and shake American ranchers hand and we get involved. This is an international lifestyle that's starting right here in the state of Texas with the beef initiative with Texas slum. And we're going to be successful at this. Will everybody join us? No. Well, are we going to basically innovate a new industry? You're damn right. And so it starts today. Today's May 3rd starts at right here at noon. So on that note, thank you for everybody participating. Spread this. Uh, our message is going to get out. Uh, we'll be doing other podcasts. Hopefully we'll get uh, some, some broader audiences going on here. We've been kind of keeping it kind of harnessed as far as the awareness, uh, been flying under the radar. Well, uh, today we step it up a bit. Our voice is going to get louder. We have proof of work. We have market access. We have a protocol. We have more than one protocol and no Bitcoiners know what that is. So you guys, uh, stay strong. Stay tuned. Uh, keep in touch with us. Reach out. Let's do this. This is crowdsourcing. Let's get this done. I appreciate every one of you. God bless.